What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people in the Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. You're tuning here to the Wednesday edition of the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Mike Harge, A.K. Hardball Harge, Jonas Clark producing, Mr. Sam spinning the one and twos. Today's show is being presented by HazelSkyOnline.com. Make sure you check out their website. You can shop from the comforts of your own home. Check out all their newest products. Check out their CBD products and all that. You can go to the shop at HazelSkyOnline.com. And this first segment of the day is going to be sponsored by Way to Grow. Way to Grow is a full-service land landscaping company that can handle all your residential or commercial needs that is way to grow official sponsor the sports grind 1-800-707-9760 is your number to participate um if there's anything that we discussed on yesterday's show if you couldn't get through or couldn't have a chance to call you can parlay that to today and anything that we're discussing on the docket today that you want to weigh in on you can feel uh, do feel free to do that excuse me we just ask you to be patient during the breaks and the segments and we'll get to the phone calls accordingly also don't forget if you want to follow me on twitter or reach out to me via twitter it's at sports grind if you want to follow my or reach out to him. It's at Hardball Harge. And don't forget, you can go to the Sports Grind Facebook business page. We do stream live now on that page. So if you want to interact uh, during the show with us, to the listeners that currently check in every day on Facebook Live, you can log on and do that as well, too. What's up, Harge? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? It's hump day. Hump day Wednesday, man. Got to get it done. Got to get it done as we move on here into 2022. The deuce, deuce, deuce. What's up, Jonas? Not much, man. Ready to rock and roll. Yeah. Let's go. Mr. Sam's. What's up, fellas? How we doing? All right, man. Let's get to it. Uh, It's Wednesday, so let's see what we got here. We've got... uh, We've got NBA, uh, of course, your San Antonio Spurs were in action last night that got ran out of Canada. Uh, Zone was down like by 27 at one time. Um, Don't know exactly what the total was they lost. I think it was still over 20 points they lost. Uh, So they uh, took an L there. So now they're on a little bit of losing streak now. Still no DeJounte Murray, even though I'm hearing that he's supposed to be making the trip, I think, to Boston, right? Isn't it Boston tonight or tomorrow? Boston's up. Boston's up. Yeah, so I think he's joining the team there. So you have that going on. Uh, Memphis, Ja, I told you all yesterday, if you tuned in, didn't tune in yesterday, I think if it wasn't for Steph Curry, Ja Moran is the early MVP to this early season. They won six in a row. Uh, you know, last night they were able to get another win. Um, you know, they beat Brooklyn in this stretch. So that's a team that I think is on the upcoming upcoming team in the West, especially this year. They'll be, they'll be contending in the next few years easy. I just think Jod's a special guy. I like what they've got around him. You know, so um, that's your update with that. What's going on? Also, co- college people forget. Yeah, hold on, what you got? real quick. People forget that John Morant and Zion Williamson were on the same AAU team. Yeah, they played right. together on AAU, and a lot of people forget that. And can you imagine facing both of them cats on the break, mm. and you trying to get you a scholarship, and then you playing against them boys? Yeah, I feel you. That's <laughs> I mean, two talent. I mean, one's trying to get out of the garage and get his career going. The other one's hit the floor running. Right. What you gonna do, this? Just that it's interesting to, to Harge's point though. 
that you played AAU together, yet one had to go to Murray State and the other one went to Duke. Yeah. I mean, I, and that's why I said yes. development, it, man. It's yeah. about development. Yeah. Yeah. And that Murray team was a tough team that year in regards to getting on to. Yeah. Also, uh, what else we got? We've got, uh, well, college football. You know, like, yesterday was one of the most meaningless bowl games I've probably ever seen scheduled in my life, especially for one, the circumstances between both teams. I mean, one team had everybody on deck in Kansas State, the other one had guys out, transfer portal, whole new coaching staff gone. Um, they really laid the wood to to LSU um, yesterday. Decides the last few minutes, which that the total. But they that, played. They played. They did play. That's, That's true. The good point. LSU stayed and came That's to the party. Point. That's a good point. Played. Good point. Yeah. That that total. The, the the play at the end didn't really mess with the pre the pre flop total on the game. I mean, well, the spread, but it did mess up with the team totals. If you were out there, I was listening to some of the guys out in the desert, and that's and that was one of those bad all time. I think they scored three touchdowns, like in two, three minutes. I don't. Did Kansas State pull out starters or something, and probably put in some second, third stringers or whatever? But yeah. I think that a lot of it was they were already drinking the Kool-Aid. You know, yeah. three minutes left in the game, and there's camera shots of the ice, you know, the players getting the ice bucket ready to dump it on coach, and LSU still out there. That's uh, the prime. Forcing ex- a three and out, forcing a three and out, and score 13 points. And, of course, you, you missed the one point because by rule, they, uh, they to don't to kick the extra, extra point. point. That's the reason why I yeah. got a philosophy. I don't like large numbers, man, backdoor covers, man. Even, like I said, it didn't affect the, the, the pregame, but the total spots, that was that was interesting. Uh, but, anyway, yeah, just meanless. And, I and I like think, them overs. I like them overs. Yeah, yeah. I like them I, overs. Yeah, I know you're <laughs> over on an over kick. Yeah, you know, there's, there's that thing, though, that the— the reason why I say that too is the scheduling. Like you're gonna put this as the last game right before the one we waiting for and ending next <laughs> week. Like why? Like if that if that was gonna be the case, you probably could have saved probably a bit. Then you know, give us. I know it's tradition at that time, but I would have you know, give us Utah and uh, who they play in the in the, in the Rose Bowls, Utah and Ohio State. Oh. The schedule oh, oh, that oh, one. Yeah, yeah, but but, but why? because you're messing with traditions there. First off, but the, this, the this granddaddy is, of them all. True. Mm-hmm. That, I true. mean, that, the Rose Bowl is every but you year gotta the find first a sexier matchup than LSU and Kansas State, though. But entertain me for entertain me for <laughs> well, a second. Well, they weren't expecting everybody to be out either. They weren't expecting everybody true, to that's be a good when that point. schedule came out. You were you're not thinking transfer, transfer, transfer. You're thinking, oh, this is going to be a good matchup. And I sure. told y'all yesterday before we left yeah, the air, yeah, check did. out Deuce Vaughn, baby. Yeah. What check did he end up? What did he end up with? How many did he end up toting? 146 or something okay. like that. 146 okay. and four touchdowns. Okay. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah. But but entertain me for a second, y'all. And we get SEC and Big 12 in two years. And it's going to be – it could be Oklahoma or Texas versus their old conference. And there's going to be bad blood there. I mean, it, it's setting up to be – a more premier matchup in the future. You mean like a Big 12 and an SEC matchup? Well, that's what it was. It was Big Big 12 and SEC. Yeah. It's always that. That one's always that. Exactly. The Texas Bowl is always the SEC versus. But the problem was the first time that Texas was getting a chance to play in that, and Texas A&M was the team that was supposed to play in that game. And they ended up switching it to put a different team in for Texas to play, and it ended up being Arkansas. Now, Arkansas and Texas, I mean, Arkansas destroyed Texas during that time, hmm. but everybody was looking forward to that game because 
It was the first time they had been out there. There was a strong possibility of Texas A&M, the numbers, the way that they broke it down. But they were like, no, nah, we're going to send A&M somewhere else and we'll send Arkansas in there. Okay. It's, right. they, they were manipulating back then, bro. They okay. were manipulating. Were, weren't they still running at that point, though, Harge? A&M, they didn't want that matchup. Hmm. That's, at that time. That's what that's they say in these that was parts. Hmm, okay. All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Also, uh, what else we got going on? The NFL, uh, definitely COVID is starting to uh, – well, it's not starting to. It's been running rampant, but now it's starting to leak into some <laughs> playoff-bound teams. Uh, Joe Mixon of the Bengals tested positive. He's out this week. And then coming down the wire a few hours ago, Michael Parsons of your Dallas Cowboys, rookie defensive player of the year, possibly defensive player of the year. He's got COVID, so he's out. So, again, the it it's going to be interesting how this plays out because it's, you know, we're going into the last week of the season in 18, and then the playoffs are going to start right after that. And, again, I still stick to I feel like the COVID situation is going to be part of the playoffs. I just feel that. I mean, if it's this contagious what's going on, um, hell, I mean, I've known, I've talked to in the last few days, I've probably talked to at least four people that's got it, or either they've talked to somebody that's had it, you know? So it's just like, it's, you know, it's, it's everywhere. But I think in NFL, when you look at these type of names, could definitely affect what do you do? I mean, do they, are they going to reschedule the whatever? And I'm not saying just because these two guys, but as we get more kind of going, because I think Cincinnati, because Cincinnati, Joe, he's not, uh, He's not the only one, right? Dude, they might have some other ones pop up. I'd be surprised if you don't see some other ones pop up. Usually one guy tests positive, that goes, and the next thing you know, hours later, you'll hear about five other, six other people from a team. Well, they'll be missing Burrow for injury. Okay. Um, okay. But I'll, I'll get some COVID numbers for you. Okay. But you got that going on. Also, um, Aaron Rodgers, all right, um, we talked a lot about MVP and who's, who's going to get the MVP. We've talked about Taylor. We've talked about – you know, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady kind of faded out a little bit over the last few weeks. Um, you know, I think his game, probably that game against the Saints, really probably took him a little bit out of the running. Not saying he hasn't had a good year. But the question I have, because I and I hate that I was trying to look for his name, but I know he was it was a Chicago station that a writer that has a vote went on and did an interview yesterday. And pretty much just said, and I'm surprised he gave that much information out because even the people in the desert was trying to figure out like if it was going to be enough to impact the the lines and the numbers of the futures they have on MVP. Because right now, Aaron's a favorite, but he came out and said, "Hey, I can't. How can I vote for a guy who held his franchise hostage and basically pretty much you know his teammates? And regardless of his C, I can't vote for that." And, I, and I'm wondering on how many guys out there are going to be feeling that to where it might affect it. Maybe it's if it's only a few guys that are affected or it could affect the outcome of Aaron Rodgers. He's the betting favorite right now to get it. Um, I think the next second good betting favorite is Cooper Cup has come to the party. Uh, he's up there. And then after Cooper Cup, I think comes Jonathan Taylor. Uh, but it's it's one of, and Tom is still up there too. But I feel right now it's Aaron's in the clubhouse. But I just wonder if there's other writers that's going to feel that way because again, this is human stuff involved, and it's the same thing whether you talk about writers that yeah. vote for Hall of Fame baseball, Hall of Fame football, or either you know MVP. There's we're especially as a society the way we are now. Everybody's opinionated. Everybody thinks they're opinion. They're going to take a stand. They're going to show. I'm not going to put up for that. And I just wonder if it's going to affect anything or not. The think, writer's name yeah. is, is Herb 
or Karash. Okay. Uh, Karush. Okay. Because his name. And he's from WSCRAM Chicago. Okay. He's the one that fired it off there. Wow. And yeah. he's already yeah. gone viral. So he's to answer your to- question, so to answer your question, it, I'm glad you brought up the baseball part of it because this is the type of thing that makes me wonder if these guys should be the ones voting for the MVP. I've mm. always had a problem with those that want to hold a grudge. What does you, What is the eye test for you? And that is one of the things that I've always said. Barry Bonds is a Hall of Famer. If you've ever watched the game, regardless of if Barry gave you an interview or never gave you an interview, well, he wouldn't talk to me. I'm not voting for him. What did you write every single week about Barry Bonds, about how good he was? Was Roger Clemens a Hall of Famer? And then you look at what players say about those guys that they face during their time and they watch the game. We need to have more guys on those committees, more players on those committees, because that will nullify some of this nonsense of holding a grudge. I understand you may not like him. Okay, cool. You got your right. He may not like you. But at the end of the day, you can't take away what he did on the field when he when he did show up. And if all those guys on the team are performing for him and with him and they're running over, patting him on the head and giving him a high five and they know that he's their best chance of winning a Super Bowl, what? who are you to tell me I'm not voting for him? Okay, well, my personally, my MVP – would be Jonathan Taylor. I'm going to sit there and say that. Mine is too. I've said that. I've been on the record for that for a long time. Yeah. But, uh, okay, so me and Harge is for Jonathan Taylor. Who's yours, Jonas? Ooh, MVP. Um, See, I just have a hard time giving it to Taylor without what Derrick. Derrick Henry has long deserved one to be the first running back since AP to get this. But looking at the season with exactly with no Henry, then it's a travesty. But I've got to put down Taylor. Sam, you you think Taylor running back from Colts? And the read you were out, but when I said it, Sam, my point is is because we haven't really seen like he's in the talks of like I said, Ladanian Thomas. You'd have to go to Ladanian, Marshall Falk, and I forgot the other guy I missed. It's some rare air to what he's on the verge of doing. I mean, even in a losing effort, he had another 100 yards, and I think he scored another touchdown. Um, I think he has that streak. So, to me, we've never seen that, and I just feel Aaron is doing pretty much what Aaron did last year. And I just feel like if you're not going to give it to Taylor – or somebody. Well, hell, I wouldn't even have a problem if they gave it to Cooper Cup. To be honest with you, I just feel if they me don't. Neither. I, me neither. To me, I just feel like, and I hate to be one of those guys because I've used to push back on that, but it's true. Then call it a quarterback award. Then call it a quarterback award, and whoever's the number one seed and the quarterback of that team is going to win it. You know, that's just the way I look at it. And I think Aaron Rodgers has had a MVP, but Aaron but, does have crazy numbers. No, though. he when does. You look at Aaron's numbers. He does. First week, he had two interceptions, and since the first week, he only has two interceptions. He's got four total interceptions for the year. Now, what about this argument? The person out there that's listening right now say, okay, well, y'all look at the MVP this way. You're telling me, Calvin, that, oh, I've never seen this much from a back, and we haven't seen before. Well, what about the MVP of my definition? If you take that guy away from that team, where they're at? Because if you take Aaron Rodgers away from Green Bay, there's probably no way LaFleur – has uh, like 30 <laughs> wins in his first three years. What's his name? LeFleur. What's his name? What's yeah, his name? LeFleur. LeFleur. 
So if you take him out of there, so who, who do y'all subscribe to that MVP of any sport? Like, because some people describe like the MVP means the most valuable player to that particular team. Who is in the league is more valuable than Aaron Rodgers? And if you look at it from that lens, then I can't sit there. If you take Jonathan Taylor away from the Colts, they could still probably they could still win some game. They could still win. You know, I can't you can't tell me that if you take Jonathan Taylor away from the Colts, all of a sudden they're only sitting on three or four wins of the season, five wins. If you take Aaron Rodgers right. and you have to take uh who was his backup? What was my man out of Jordan the, Love? Jordan Love. Uh Naheem Hines. Whoever. Oh, you mean the quarterback? The quarterback. Yeah, like if Love. you have to go yeah. with him without him, their yeah. Packers aren't sitting here with the number one seed in the NFC. So not, that's the other side of this argument. I have to push back because they they ran the stat this last weekend off of a loss. That the Colts are winless when Taylor doesn't rush for 100 yards. Winless. So so his effort, and he's not busting off 22 yards every carry and stuff like that and just quickly getting to it. It's his grind throughout the game. They are winless when he doesn't rush for 100 yards. I mean, you could, it, like I said, it it's depends on what side you, you it, on this argument. Yeah. And if you are a voter like this guy, if you have a vote, those are the type of things that all the people are going to have. If you put on their don't, but if you had to put all these voters in a room, you would have those type of discussions. And that's why it's like, okay. But I just think you should be rewarded something that we don't see come along, you know, that often of running back on this type of run um, in the National Football League. Before break, we've got 30 seconds here. If you guys had to pick a quarterback to name the quarterback award after, who you name it after? Let me think about it. I'll answer that as soon as we come back the break. You got a fastball on that. You listen to the sports grind. Calvin Casey, Mike Harge. <laughs> Today's show is being presented by HazelSkyOnline.com. We'll be back. Ready for a real cocktail? Introducing new Zing Zang ready-to-drink cocktails in a can. America's number one Bloody Mary mix with vodka. Zing Zang margaritas, tequila included. And whiskey sours with real Kentucky bourbon. Ready for no one to have to bartend. Real cocktails, real ingredients, really good. New Zing Zang full-strength canned cocktails. Legendary taste, legendary day. Always ready. Go to ZingZang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. Harbaugh Harge here. Let me tell you about the great folks over at Cover 3. Doug Young and Matt Dotson had a vision of creating a restaurant that you can have the ultimate date night, happy hour with coworkers, or just wanting to hang out with your friends while watching sports. They have great food like the Doug's Reuben, the best-selling Allendale salad, or my go-to, the Jerk Wings. They have chef specials that start on Thursdays and run through Sunday. The brunch is amazing over the weekend. Cover 3 is the place to be. Go to cover-3.com for more details. If you've been accused of a crime, you need trusted and aggressive representation. You need the LaHood Norton Law Group. Over 80 years of combined experience handling both federal and state cases. All of their lawyers are former high-level prosecutors who know the justice system from all sides. For a free consultation, 210-797-7700 or LaHoodNorton.com. Principal Office San Antonio, the LaHood Norton Law Group. Official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Mike Hard. Today's show is being presented by HazelSkyOnline.com, and this next segment is going to be presented by Tiger Sanitation. Tiger Sanitation, they're always hiring if you're looking for a job. They do a lot of stuff for the community and surrounding areas. That is Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. You know, after going inside the numbers and looking at the numbers, 
Dre didn't do so bad on the on the on the settlement with the divorce. I even though I disagree with that amount and that's just ridiculous for any woman to go. I mean, that's one. But if you look at it, a hundred million compared to not having to come off half, and I think he was able to keep his masters as well, too. And there was a couple houses you got, but he he still probably made out better than what most people thought. I don't know how you have to give only a hundred million say so he still made out better, but it could have been a lot worse. So, but anyway, shout out to Dre. You know, I can even tell by that picture he posted on social media. Like we we had those big old balloons and said officially all the way 100% divorce. And he just sitting there smiling probably because like, man, I thought it was going to be a lot worse. You know, lady served right. him, served him at his grandmother's funeral. I'm like, damn, Dre, what did you do to this woman? You got to catch that him is, where you can, dog. That, you gotta, that, I mean, that's hood. Man, that's, that's some, hood. That's some waiting to exhale stuff. Like that's some like you know hey. that's some waiting to exhale movie. So like I'm gonna serve you, not not like you got delivered to the house. No, I'm gonna go to the grave site before we put a grave, and I'm gonna have my people show up and serve. That was dirty. I'm like man, I don't know what Dre did, but that you got to be a woman scorned to do some stuff. That's just no respect at all. Knowing damn well she's been over to his grandmother's <laughs> house over there for for cooking and everything. I'm like wow, man. You've anyway, seen, you've fix seen these enough laws, mob huh? shows and stuff to know that they show, they catch people at funerals and they dodge in the authorities. Oh, somebody yeah. looking for you. They know you're yeah. about to come out the house. You can you can run, but you can't hide. I find you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, you can't be running forever, dog. <laughs> right, I feel you. Um, all right, before we go on, the last question you have before we went to break is that if you had to name an award. Who a quarterback award? Who would that be? Right, and that conversation comes from the fact of we're talking about MVP Aaron Rodgers getting snubbed by a Chicago radio host, by the way, or a person with a with a, a vote, and it's a Chicago radio station. Uh, I didn't even look. So at I want to look, look at it that way. I see where you're going. But, yeah, uh, yeah. but if if we can't give the the MVP to a quarterback every year, and you say, well, we'll just make it a quarterback award. Well, let's make one. Davy Davy O'Brien award in college is a quarterback award. So if you had to name one for the NFL, who are you naming after? The Montana Award, Joe. Because in my eyes, that's who he was chasing all along. And Tom, that's who, the, in, in my eyes, Joe's undefeated in Super Bowl. Joe was my greatest of all time. I conceded to Tom only probably about, I would say, maybe just two years ago. Because I just looked at it as well. He's on. I mean, he four and zero. He got like three Super Bowl MVPs. Joe Montana. He was the first. I would say it's Montana. If you're gonna talk about doing it now, now if Tom goes and retires, and you're talking about down the road ten or fifteen years, and somebody like, hey, we need to come up with a quarterback. Now, of course, okay, Tom Brady. But if we're talking about why he's playing, and this is something that we're doing now, I got to give flowers to Montana first because he set the tone. You know, that's that's just my that's just my opinion. But it would be. You know Montana, and then we, you know, Jonas asked me during the break, well, well like because who, that's who as you, far as you got to go back, right? Yeah. You got to go back. Who would you to have be able Arch? to do that? But if you look at the, if you look at the awards and what truly, I don't, you know, because obviously it's not a Super Bowl MVP award, right. it's not a Super Bowl award or a rings award. It's it's one of the ones that you look at. You would have to really look at what everybody was talking about before, like. The, the standard was Johnny U. Johnny Unitas was the so guy. If you want to go the off. golden arm. They have that okay. in college. And, you know, why not Roger Staubach Award? You know, threw my cowboy in there. No. But if you look at it and start Bart Starr. I mean, there's so many, there's so many other quarterbacks that not Joe Montana, because Joe's in a class by himself on that. Right. Just got passed by Tom Brady. But in the in the now, you could look at the Peyton Manning Award. You know they have awards for that. Yeah. So 
There's so many different ways that you could go about that. So it'll be difficult. But after Tom retires, they should probably name it the Tom Brady uh, quarterback award. I was giving Calvin this push during break. Why wait to give him his flowers? If we already recognize him as the greatest of all time, and you're looking at the, 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 in some people's you could, eyes, you could have changed the NBA logo in the '90s to Air Jordan. If you were going to make a change to the logo, yeah. you would have done it then. Right now, if you're going to if you're going to create a quarterback award, why not honor Tom while he's still running? Because he's doing what nobody else has done. He's break, and, and not only the Super Bowls and, and the Super Bowl MVPs, the regular season records. He I, is rewriting I, it. Did he just go for another 5,000 yards or something like yeah. that? Did he a just regular season. Yeah, 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 we're going to do that. And <laughs> yeah. if, if we were going to do that and I had to name it, I would say it's the Tom Brady slash Bill Award. Okay. Because the guy with the hood, I look, I know so what he what did about at first. Jim Montana and, uh, or Joe Montana and Bill Walsh award. Walsh he didn't, he didn't, he, he, he didn't yeah. take, he didn't take Bill Walsh to Arrowhead when he went to Kansas City. he didn't City. win a Super Bowl and in Arrowhead Ken, either. Man, Kansas City wasn't doing nothing but barbecuing uh, ribs in the parking lot before Joe showed up. They, they were in a drought. You had to go back to Lynn Dawson days, okay? Super Bowl one. Kansas City wasn't doing nothing until Joe decided to, hey, man, he going with Steve Young, I'm going to go over there. Hey, and that was just one of the things. I said, well, come on over here and take this from Elway then, Joe. Tampa but hadn't it, had anything since 2002. With Marcus Allen. Yeah, Marcus Allen. Marcus was running oh. and running the streets, too. Marcus. I always oh, look yeah. like, man, He's I strong like, in it, man. Yeah. Oh, every time I look at, uh, uh, he, what's her name? He was OJ after yeah, that. Chloe? that's what I'm no, saying. thinking of Chloe. Yeah. But that's OJ's, not Marcus's. What's Kim's mom? Oh, but, name? He, but Marcus was with yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. You're Carter, talking about Nicole Simpson. No, not yeah, Nicole. It was Nicole Simpson. Well, Nicole was always rumored. No, it there was, was rumors. Nicole. He didn't have nothing going on with Nicole, did, was did Nicole. he? Marcus, I was gonna what? go with the Kardashian mama because she was in the circle too, and I figured mm. that they were all close. But I wouldn't say that. So there, I thought those were always rumors, but there's people that confirmed that there was something mm-hmm. going on. Wow. I say, mm. wow. We're going to go to TMZ. Go to TMZ. Man, okay. All right, man. Well, I would say, Joe, in the answer to your question, what you pose about why do we have to wait, getting because it's the process, man. Get in, can't skip the line. Get in. Okay? We're still in the age, like, it's Joe. And then, like I said, if a generation comes along 10, 15 years from now and Tom's old and he's whatever, then it's like, hey, man, Tom Brady, the GOAT. It's, he is the best Because, again, I said the best player ever. In my opinion, that I and this is me being conditioned growing up, being 45 next month, is Jim Brown. And I wasn't even alive to see Jim Brown play live, but I've seen enough footage. I've seen, I've heard enough stories. It's Jim Brown. Now, eventually, that's going to die out to where it would be it's Tom Brady. But it's still to the day from people from Harge's generation, my, it's Jim Brown. And I've always said that there's there's two debates that are usually not split. It's unanimous in football. When you ask Who's the best wide receiver ever to play the game? Hands down, it's always Jerry Rice. Now, maybe that changes because you got guys like Randy Moss and, you know, T.O. I think Randy's the only guy, no disrespect to T.O., Randy's the only guy that I can even entertain if somebody wants to put Randy. But it's it's always been a consistent of Jerry Rice. And to me, the most dominant player that I've seen in my lifetime while I'm living, the most dominant player is still Lawrence Taylor. And the reason why I say Lawrence Taylor, Lawrence Taylor changed two positions. He changed his position the way it was used. Now, granted, like I told Jonas, now keep in mind, he had a young Bill Belichick at the time. So imagine what Bill's mind, what he did with a guy, Lawrence Taylor. Number one, he made the left tackle protecting the blind side. He made those dudes start getting paid. 
And not only that, he was it was the first time in his era when you started seeing running backs be brought back to help block and chip. Lawrence Taylor is the most dominant player that I still have seen to this day in my lifetime. More dominant than Tom Brady. That's my opinion. He's changed the game. Tom hasn't really changed the game. I mean, he's changed. He's 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 defied uh, Father Time like no one else has, but changed the actual game. I can't think of a player in my lifetime that has changed the game like Lawrence Taylor. But that's that's the question though. Is are you talking about changing the game or just the great or just the greatest that you're going to name? Well, it kind of goes hand in hand. Well, we're, we we kind of I kind of went into a tangent to what we were talking about. We'll get back back the award to to move on from this. The award should be if it was going to be award, you got to put Joe Montana first. And then you're going to change it in 10 years. Fine. That's the process. I mean, that's just let some other generation come in. Like, get in line. These but we don't, young, change, we don't change damn, award names. No, we, don't, man. we don't change the NBA no. logo. We don't no. change Yeah, it's been around names. for a long time. The yeah. Davey O'Brien has been around forever. You youngsters and this, young, all that stuff. this young generation has always wanted to push back and change something. Now, y'all know y'all did it. Why, but why y'all do it now? You know? How do you know somebody walked on the moon? That ain't real. Man, look. Joe Montana. Let's move on. It's Joe. Tom will get his time, but don't skip Joe, man. 1-800-797-9760. You know, I was pissed off they even let Tony Romo endorse <laughs> Skechers. I'm like, man, Joe, you can't have Tony endorse Skechers after my man Joe Montana that went out there. That They shouldn't even be in the same conversation. I don't care if we're talking about shoes. Marketability. Marketability. All right, All right. Tony got that market, dog. Okay. All right. Well, speaking of the current players or whatever, so Micah Parsons, so he's down with, so he's come up with COVID. And do we have any update that there's any nope. other Dallas players affected yet? I'm pretty sure. I wouldn't be surprised by the time we get off, come, by the time we come in here tomorrow, there might be other positive tests that might leak out. Anybody else? So he is the third Cowboy to enter COVID-19 protocol, joining uh, Francis Bernard and Keanu Neal. Uh, LVE and Luke Gifford will be the only L- uh, linebackers on the 53-man roster. Mm. Well, Neil may be able to come back. Neil may be able to come back because he was in it last week. He wasn't right. playing last week, so he mm. may be able to come back. The oh. reason why Micah can't go – I mean, Micah is out of that five-day window because the Dallas Cowboys play on Saturday night instead of Sunday. So Micah can't be in that five-day, no-symptom deal. And so he has to move on. And I, and so I think the, Joe Mixon is in the same spot. So how many linebackers you said they're only going to be – so it's going to be uh, Gifford and Van Der Esch that they'll have left. Now, from NFL.com, of course, we're talking about the historic run that Parsons is having this year. He has 13 sacks on the season. And that he's going to come up shy by one and a half sacks of Javon Curse's record for a rookie. Wow, I didn't even think that for that factor, that screwing him over. Damn, damn virus. But you got to remember this, though. It's 17 games, man. Curse did it in facts. 16. Yes. So, you know what I'm saying? I look, at it, I look at yeah. it that way. Like, yeah, see? You got to look at it. It's be see? like, hmm. so he played, a, he played his number of games and he didn't get it. Okay. That's there true. it is. And I'm a Cowboy fan. I so hope I, this I'm, doesn't. I'm, I'm you know what? It. It's crazy you say that because I hope we don't go down this path for years to come. Now that we've added an extra week, man. Like, well, you know, oh, it's gonna happen. Because if it's we had that happen. whole time, well, before the merger, I would get, I'm so glad we're past that. I grew right. up from that prior to before the merger. Before the merger, that's finally died out. Uh, but uh, well, that sucks for Dallas news. Where's Jalen Smith when you need him? See what Jalen's doing. See if he can come back and call. Oh, I think he got some free time. I'm sure he's got some free time. Oh, I was like, nah, man, we'll hey, call it. What you we know, got. you want to come back, dog, right? Yeah, man, that sucks if he's only one record shy. But but he's still like, it's not even. I can't even tell you who would probably finish second in in rookie defensive player of the year. It's so like 
he shined more than anything. And what's up with the – go ahead. Owusu Koromoa out of the Browns. I mean, you, okay. you, you can go to all the games and all the analysts are drooling over, over what he provides on the field okay. every time that they're on TV. Okay. Um, all yeah. right. sure you don't, you sure you don't want to name it the Bernie Kosar award, Jonas? <laughs> <laughs> he had to put a brown in there. Like, <laughs> I'm like, you sure alone. you don't want to hey, do the Bernie? Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't help <laughs> you that. My rookie, what my you got, rookie so, linebacker. What you got, Sam? I was thinking more of the Tim Couch award. Oh, the Tim Couch. Yeah, that's funny. Joe still <laughs> thinks he's the greatest quarterback in Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that we'll see that, that we'll see how Dallas responds. Now, crazy thing about this is, you know, there are some crazy scenarios that could still happen in week 18 in the NFL when we talk about playoffs. This, the craziest one I came across that if, if, because Dallas, there's Dallas and Philly, right? Week 18. Philly yep. can't improve yep. their position, can they? I mean, this no. game, Dallas no. really can't. I mean, so either one of these teams really don't have to play for. Does that, what do Dallas you Dallas can. Okay. Because of, because of Tampa, or it's either Tampa or the Rams. If one of them lose, Dallas can jump back in to a higher seed where they don't necessarily have to play the the Cardinals again. Okay. Maybe somebody else. So there's a scenario where some things can flip flop. But okay. as of right now, if if the we had to play the playoffs today, right. they would be playing the Arizona Cardinals right now. Okay. Well, I, the craziest scenario that I that's and, and trust me, the, the guys out in the desert, the bookmakers are having their fingers crossed because there's a lot of liabilities on futures of teams making the playoffs. But mm-hmm. I doubt it's gonna happen. But let's just say what I came across is that if Jacksonville would upset Indy, yeah. okay, they're 15-and-a-half-point yeah. underdogs, okay? Now, keep in mind, the Colts haven't done good in Jacksonville playing down there, no matter who the team is. I don't know what it is, but they've struggled going down to Jacksonville. I don't see them losing this. But if they would lose, that means that Sunday night game between the Raiders and the Chargers, if they played to a tie, the Raiders and the Chargers would both get in. If 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 the Col- it would take the Colts to lose to Jacksonville, and then basically that game at night, if they played to a tie, and that's the reason why I think Staley, my favorite coach in the NFL, Staley, um, for for uh, Chargers, are saying, "Oh, we're not playing." But, but think about that. I mean, I don't think the first half of that scenario is going to play out. But just to think the nightmare that that would be, even for the future, better. A lot of tickets that hold on there. But what Vegas would do, like, damn. Off of a technicality, I don't even know what the chances of that happening. But that means that they would play that game. If they ended in a tie, which we've seen ties in the NFL before in regular season, they both would get in. And you would have three teams from the AFC West getting into the playoffs. Crazy. But the messed up thing about it is that is the last game of the night and not one person wants to be on NBC with that scenario. You know, they they put that game as the flex game at the very end. And they wanted that to win her to get in. And if that is the case, no more flexing. We're gonna the only flex you got is we about to tie. Go ahead and we both gonna forfeit. Do you, <laughs> yeah. do you think that uh, Biaska and uh, Stanley call each other up and be like, uh, 
I mean, no, we're, you just know. No, they both go go for it on fourth down yeah, yeah. every time, what, like they've been doing. They just go keep going for it on fourth well, down. Arch, I would say the opposite. I said, you know, something fishy. All of a sudden, charges are punting every time. Oh, it's third and th- fourth and two. Punt. I'm like, and all of a sudden, you just sitting there and it's seven seven, and they just stalling, taking delay of games, delay of games. I heard that. I was like, no way in hell, man. It's no. First of all, I don't think Jacksonville is beating the Colts, but I'm like, wow, that would be interesting. Anyway, when we get back, we'll get to Mike's phone call. Martin's on hold as well. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by HazelSkyOnline.com. We'll be back.